want to talk to you about the power of love. How do you feel when you know that you're loved by someone? Whether that's a, a partner, a parent, a friend, or a child. I know that I'm loved by my friends when I feel comfortable dancing in front of them. Like not just a little uh, shuffle about, but to properly go for it dancing. And love makes us do all kinds of things, doesn't it? That we wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Because there's power in feeling fully known and fully accepted by someone. And how much more so when we know that we are fully loved, known and accepted by God. A few years ago when I was still working in central London in um, Treasury, I had a particularly powerful encounter of God's love uh, at a church service here at St. Mark's one evening. And it had been a, a pretty difficult uh, few months for me. I'd, um, work had been particularly uh, stressful and overwhelming for a season. And within my extended family, we'd experienced a couple of bereavements unexpectedly. And I was really just questioning where God was in all that was going on at that time. But it was during the worship uh, at church that evening that I just had a powerful encounter. And uh, bef you know, before the talk, it was before the ministry time, before, you know, really, the, you'd say the service had started, but it, had, it was in the worship that I had just had this tangible sense of God's presence with me. A powerful encounter, a filling with the Holy Spirit in a powerful way. And I just knew in that moment that I was loved. And I could see God was showing me where he'd been over those last few months where he'd seemed absent. He showed me how he'd been holding me through that time. And I felt like I was being awoken from this deep sleep and actually felt God placing new dreams uh, within me, giving me, uh, opening my eyes to this potential which uh, I hadn't been able to see in my life before. There is power in the love of God. And in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus says to his disciples, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And the book of Acts is this story of this group of ordinary men and women living in the extraordinary power of God's love. A power which sees them do all kinds of signs, wonders, and miracles. A power which fuels them to love and serve their communities. And a power which gives them a boldness to share their faith with other people and to see the church rise, even under uh, extreme opposition that it was facing. And Jesus' words here are also an invitation for all of, us, all of us today, here this evening, to receive the love of God and to live in the power of that love. Firstly, the invitation is to receive God's love. Jesus says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and when the disciples are filled with the Holy Spirit at Pentecost and when we receive the Holy Spirit, we're enabled to feel, to experience and to know in our hearts the love of God. The Apostle Paul describes it in 
Romans 5, verse 5, as God's love being poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit makes what we might already know in our heads to be true, uh, that God loves us. He makes that a reality in our hearts as well. And how do we know that God loves us? Well, we know, don't we, because he went to the cross for us. Jesus Christ laid down his very life for us. But God's love was so powerful that the grave couldn't contain it. Jesus conquered death and rose in power three days later. And when we receive God's love, we also receive that power. The same love and the same power which conquered the grave now lives in you and in me when we receive the Holy Spirit. And the word power in the original uh, Greek, which the book of Acts was written in, is dunamis. And this is the word where we get our English words dynamic, uh, dynamo, dynamite from. And these are all words to do with energy, aren't they? Activity, change. And really, this is just the nature of God's love for us. It's dynamic. It's active, it's transformative. God's love changes everything. When you receive the Holy Spirit and know in the depths of your heart that God loves you. I mean, like that example that Mike gave of Brian going around to everyone saying, he knows my name. When you receive that love from that moment on, God invites you to live in the power of that love, in the freedom, the boldness, the authority which we experience when we know that we're loved by someone, when we're fully known and fully accepted. I was painfully shy as a teenager. I found it really hard to talk to people that I didn't know uh, well, and actually I carried that into my 20s as well. I, um, I developed coping mechanisms to uh, try and manage it, but really it's something which I felt had um, quite a strong hold over me for a long time. I'd often experience mind blanks and freeze up whilst I was talking to people and would just get really frustrated um, at myself when I just had this inability to kind of articulate and express my words how I wanted to. But it's an area of my life where I have just experienced the power of God's love over the last few years. Not an instantaneous power which has made me a different person from one day to the next. But the gentle voice of God whispering to me, reminding me that he loves me. Day after day, week after week month after month, year after year, God telling me that he loves me, that there's freedom in that love, that there's power in that love, as I've spent time in his presence, receiving the Holy Spirit, his love being poured out into my heart again. There is power in the love of God. And in 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9, it says that God's power is made perfect in weakness. 
And I don't know how you're feeling coming here this evening. Maybe you feel like you are living in the power of God's love at the moment. Or maybe you feel like something is holding you back from experiencing that reality in your life at this time. Maybe you feel like deep down you just don't deserve to experience that love. Maybe you feel too shy to be used by God. Maybe you feel too young or too old. Maybe you've disqualified yourself because of something that's happened in your past. Or maybe you just feel too overwhelmed by the last year and all that's gone on and too tired to be thinking about this today. God wants you to receive his love though. To receive his love today and to live in the transformative power of that love. So firstly, Jesus invites us to receive the power of God's love. And secondly, he invites us to pass the invitation on. To invite others to receive God's love as well. And Jesus says, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And you know, a witness is just someone who tells others about something which they themselves have seen or experienced. You know, think of an eyewitness in a court of law or um, the witnesses who signed the marriage register in a wedding. These people, they don't have to be particularly persuasive or compelling, eloquent or even extroverted. All they have to do is say what they know to be true based on their personal experience. My housemates, Thea and Sarah, uh, earlier this year got membership to Tooting Lido. Um, It's a big outdoor swimming pool down on Tooting Beck Common. And they have been talking about it an awful lot ever since. Mostly about how cold it is when they go at 7 a.m. in the morning, but also about how good they feel after they've been swimming there. And, you know, they've invited me to join them quite a few times. But I'm one of those people who takes about half an hour to get into the sea when it's cold. And so I've generally said, you know, no thanks, not one for me, but it sounds great for you. But, you know, they really do make it sound so appealing when they talk about it. And it's been so sunny over the last couple of weeks that actually on Wednesday this week, I went for the first time. And you know what? (laughs) I'm hooked already. I went back yesterday. I've got myself a membership. And I've even found myself already inviting others to join, inviting saying to friends, come along, actually, it's fantastic, you'd love it. Although Thea did say not to invite all of you to try tooting back Lido tonight, because it's still limited capacity, and it's really annoying when it books up too quickly. But in the same way, when we've experienced God's love in our lives, and when we've had that encounter with Jesus, received his love, poured into our hearts, It's from that place that we want to share it with others, to invite them to receive that love as well. We pass it on, give it away, but we can only give out what we ourselves have first received. Jesus' disciples had spent three and a half years with him, learning from him, joining in with his mission, finally encountering the risen Christ. But even so, they still first needed to be filled 
with God's love through the Holy Spirit before they would have power to witness. Before they could go out into Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and beyond to people who'd never before experienced or had the chance to receive the love of God and to say to those people to share their experience of a personal encounter with Jesus. To say, this is what he's done in my life and this is what he can do in yours as well. Ultimately, Jesus' invitation is for each one of us to partner with him, to partner with God through the Holy Spirit, to bring about his kingdom to the ends of this earth as in heaven. And we can be expectant that he wants to use us, not only expectant, but highly expectant, uh, because Jesus says in this passage that we will be his witnesses. It's not an optional extra for our faith. Uh, it's not a role that's only re- that's reserved for just a special few people. It's for all of us to witness to what we've seen and experienced of Jesus and his love. But we can't do any of this, or at least we can't do it well, uh, out of a place of lack. We witness and we share our stories from a place of encounter having received God's love, and not even just as a one-off when we become a Christian, but continually being filled and empowered with the love of God through the Spirit in order to pass it on to others. Rick Warren, who's an American pastor, says, to feel loved by God is the starting point for every ministry, every revival, every renewal, every great awakening. that encounter at church a few years ago, that experience of being filled with the love of God during um, the worship through the Holy Spirit, it was actually on that evening that I felt God um, call me into full-time, to work full-time for the church. And it took me about, took me about six months to grapple with that calling, to, um, to pray through it and to work out what that would look like. And Uh, really to get to the place where I felt able um, to quit my job and to intern at St. Mark's here for a year. And looking back, I think that it had to be such a powerful experience of the Holy Spirit in that moment because God knew that there was absolutely no way I would have the confidence or the strength or the boldness in and of myself to follow through on that calling. He knew that I needed empowering with his love to be able to have the confidence to step into the place where he was calling me. The place where he was inviting me to be his witness. The place where I share my story and I say, this is what I've experienced of Jesus Christ in my life. This is the transformational power and this is available for you and me today. Whoever God calls us to share our stories with, he wants us to speak from a place of encounter. I think it can be easy to to forget that, to be honest, to, to know in our heads that we are loved by God and for that to think that we know it in our hearts. But actually, it's just in our heads sometimes. I think I even preparing this message this weekend, I realized that it had just been in my head for a while. It hadn't been in my heart in the way which God wants me to be living 
power of his love. To be living in the freedom, the boldness, the authority which we experience when we are loved, fully known, fully accepted by someone. There is power in the love of God. We don't go after the power, we go after the person. When we have an encounter with Jesus, when we receive and experience his love, his forgiveness, his freedom, we also experience the power of his love in our lives. Power to transform areas of weakness and insecurity and things which we struggle with. And power to share our stories with others with a confidence and an authority. God is love. And he loves you. Today, he loves you. Not just all of us collectively, he loves you. And he knows your name. And he wants to pour out his love into your heart today. Amen.